0: I'm about to tell me some turnovers. Tyler hasn't been here in a while. He's working twelve-hour days. I got Charlie Gray and Eos. Um, now two of us are coachless. One of us is offensive coordinatorless. Um, so we're going. And one kind of us of... is about to be DCless. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll talk a little bit about that too. But um, I, I guess we're going to go around the carousel. There's a lot going on. Um, Literally since yesterday, the, the only thing that's really changed is um, David Braun has been named full-time head coach at Northwestern. They uh, they pulled the interim tag. Good for him. Yeah, it, it, it might be a, uh, another guy, like a Zach Arnett situation that I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. Um, just don't want to deal with it for the most part. But I know you have a lot of a breaking news. Sunday morning. How how are you holding up? Yeah, it's been it's been busy.
1: <laughs> like I said, I think the, I was telling you guys just second ago. I think uh, the last time I was on was right before the Alabama game, and things were looking very. I was very optimistic about things uh, right up until uh, the end of the Alabama game, and then it's just kind of been downhill since. So yeah, um, it's been busy. There's been a, you know a few homes you know, and stuff thrown around and. It's kind of a weird coaching search. as I was telling some people that I was talking to, you know, I, I don't know how you guys have felt about it right now, but, like, it's a weird year to be looking for a coach. There's not a ton of people that jump out at you as, like, that's a guy that is both attainable and someone I have to have, you know? Um, so... Yeah, it's, it should be a fun couple weeks. I think that's kind of the timeline that I've seen laid out is they want to have somebody by, done in the next couple weeks, you know, by early November or early December.
0: Yeah, I can, um, I can talk about the Michigan State stuff later, but let's, yeah, it feels like everyone's kind of trying to lock down a guy with the new playoff format coming and just like, we'll, we'll talk about the hot seat later too. That just sounds like there's a lot of moves being made that people aren't even though these guys might be eight or nine one guys, they're just not thrilled. Yeah, there's um, there's not somebody but, out
1: there that you, you you know is is leading you know Cincinnati to a playoff spot or something like. You know what I mean? Like you don't have one of those big G five guys. There's there's plenty of good group of five coaches, but not not anybody that seems like the next rising star. And uh, right, and yeah, terms in terms of the first part of December, you've got the early signing day. You've got the transport transfer portal opening up um and you know that means you got to get a guy in place and if that guy is potentially on a playoff team or something like that that complicates things so it's it's a tricky tightrope type situation i guess
2: yeah plus you got you got to lock someone down so that he can convince you know a good amount of the guys to stay and not enter the portal
1: not only do you have to get somebody to work the transfer portal Bring new guys in, he's gotta work your side of it and tell guys, hey, it's okay, I got you. Yeah. Keep the keep the yeah. classes mostly intact.
3: Yeah, your wheelhouse is like right at the end of this month, early December, so he's got enough weeks before, you know, enough days before signing day. He gets some bowl game practices hopefully in, you know, to watch and, and be a part of. Uh, and you know can work through that and, and the portal stuff. But yeah, that you know, I, I don't I'm not uh I'm not envious of the head coaching search. Like the offensive coordinator search is hard enough, but boy the head coaching search right now just doesn't seem like there's yeah, like there's big guys that are ready to come in immediately. You're yeah
0: you're gonna be searching. I got some nightmare scenarios in my head. I'll tell you mine at the
3: end. <laughs> you talk to me. You do talk to me.
2: And there I'm sure there's gonna be people that are like that are on AM's list that no one knows about, you know, or no right. one would even think of, um, you're still going to try
1: and, yeah, the search. right.
2: Agreed. Right. Yeah, do, Dan, do you have a, do you have a top yeah. three?
0: You, you want to list off some of the names that you think are ridiculous and like <laughs> the good ones that you think could actually happen? The names that are ridiculous, uh,
1: <laughs> which that's just me, the way I think it, like, I don't think Lane Kiffin would ever happen. You know, seeing his name tossed around a couple but he's just—that's just a personality clash on so many levels with donors and administration people, and then kind of just the way Lane is. Uh, which, if he's your guy, I think you love him and you get past it. But if he's not your guy, it's kind of hard to to look past some of that stuff. Um,
3: he yeah, does love money, though.
1: He does. Yeah. He does love money. It's just hard for me to think, like, you've seen him at Tennessee, you've seen him at USC, and those were not necessarily, like, great moments for him, especially not USC, uh, whereas, like, he's thrived at Old Miss where it's a little bit low pressure. You know, I, I would say Old Miss and Tennessee are a little bit different in that regard, um, and so I just don't know that he's raised to, like, big time program again and maybe he is or maybe he doesn't want to be i don't know but yeah he does love money that is for sure Uh, he loves the drama and he loves that kind of um so yeah i don't know i think lane is, is out there i saw Dano's name pop up i think that's insane um just because like you're just going and getting another guy who's kind of faltering at his big program again um i think that's i don't think he's much different than what you just did with jimbo um, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So those those are two that I hear them. Like I don't think either one of those is happening. Um, in terms of names that I've seen, like kind of get shut down recently, uh, landing obviously was one that everybody kind of wanted to go after, see if you can steal Oregon's coach. Um, and there's just a, there's just too much money there um, in terms of his buyout and like some Nike contract stuff. And he probably he just I think he likes Oregon. If money wasn't an option, we could get him. I don't necessarily mean that. Um, and uh, Elko is a big name that's been tossed around uh, that I think is a possibility, just because there's familiarity there, um, and you know he's a good coach. You know you're going to have a good defense with him. I know a lot of people have their eye on him, I know Michigan State has their eye on him. Um, and uh, um, so, anyway, I like Elko a lot. I could be you if you give him the opportunity to go get an offensive coordinator that he feels really comfortable with, whether that's who he has at Duke or not, or if he wants to be somebody else. I think that's great. Um, I'm not as high on the Jeff Trailer hire, the UTSA hire. just feels uh, the UTSA coach, who's – I think he's won the conference three times now. I think he's a really good coach. He's an old uh, – not old, but he's a former – Texas high school football coach uh, came up through those ranks out in East Texas and Gilmer and uh, won state championships. Big Texas high school football guy. And I'm not as big on that one. I think that feels like the safe hire, more or less. Like you hire him because you think you can make Texas high school football coaches happy. And, but he's a, he's like a CEO type coach. He's not necessarily an offense or a defensive guy. Um, and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
1: just, he's like I a special teams guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's just not somebody that I feel moves the needle a ton.
2: Um, and that that feels like a big jump, you know. If you think about like Napier to Florida, like that's somewhat similar of a jump. It's a it's a very um,
1: similar deal. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um,
3: How do you feel about do Do you think Robinson leaves if they bring somebody not like S tier kids. in?
1: Um, yeah, I mean it depends. We've done a lot to keep uh, Elijah Robinson there over the years because there there have been a lot of people that have come after him, um, and I don't know. Um,
0: he's
1: he's he got the interim tag. He's the defense. For those that don't know, he's the defensive line coach, um, and he is res- he is largely responsible for the incredible defensive line that the Aggies have had over the last couple of years and recruited like him and and. Um, Terry Price, RIP. Um, they were, they you know, they were the defensive line coaches, and they did a phenomenal job recruiting. And he's he's been named, you know, one of the star recruiters in the country year after year. And but I don't necessarily know if he wants to be the defensive coordinator, the guy calling the threats. He, I don't know. I don't know if he's got that play calling, um, you know, need like he wants to do that. He he may. I I really don't know. Um, but I, I think he's such a good coach and I think anybody you brought in would want to keep him around because we gave him the inter- interim tag and he's done such a good job of keeping everybody focused and the team ready to get these last couple of weeks down and, and see, you know, what the decision makers, what they decide to do. I, I do think he's got as good a shot as any as being getting the full-time tag, you know, full-time coach. I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, that they, they make him the head coach. You keep Durkin as the defensive coordinator, and then you let him again go fire somebody to be a great offensive coordinator and run that side of the ball. And then you tell him your job is rec- recruiting and keep the team intact um, and see how he does with that. Um, so, yeah, Elijah Robinson is another one that I could see happening. Again, Elko, um, I think we're making a, a run at Washington's coach, or we have talked to washington's coach um and i don't know about that one that one is one of those tricky ones because washington is a potential playoff team and you could you know you could run into that schedule messing things up um so uh i don't know about that and i don't know if he wants to come to the sec uh and, and want that kind of you know
0: he's in- like a he's like a pack northwest guy in general like he's like that, from that, like south dakota
1: uh, yeah, yeah, he's 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 not an SEC guy. He's not like Landing, where you're like, oh, maybe he wants to get back in the SEC. You know that that's that's kind of his area up there. So I I don't know if that one would happen. I saw something today about us uh, potentially talking to Sharon um, Moore at Michigan and Brian Hartline at Ohio State. I don't, I don't know that either one of those will happen. I think it's just kind of one of those things where you kick the tires and see what happens. Um,
3: please, you... please take Brian Hartline. Please. <laughs> please. Please. please.
1: please. I, I wouldn't hate that one. <laughs> um, but I, I do think your most likely ones right now, just the way people are talking, is Elko, Trailer, and then um, giving the full-time spot to Elijah Robinson. But again, like like Gray was saying, you just never know. There's There's always, early in the process, it seems like this is your list and then you know maybe a week out from when you name your guy some name pops up and you start paying more and more attention to it and oh no, all of a sudden like that is the guy uh, that's kind of how Jimbo felt it was like, oh we're going to go Chad Morris which you know I don't know that we would have yep. been better off <laughs> at least with Chad Morris we could have fired him quickly but um, what's, yeah. the, what's he up
0: to now is he coaching high school again
1: Is he? he's at one of the high schools that is he at Allen or somewhere? I think he's at a DFW, w, DFW high school, but I don't remember for sure. Um, yeah, anyway, um, it, but you know, it was kind of like a week out, and all of a sudden, I was like, "No, we're really making a, a run at Jimbo." And then all of a sudden, it was like a week of, "Oh, Jimbo's the guy!" Like the rest of the people may not know that he is the guy. So anyway, we'll see how this next week goes. Um, the, no, I did. I was I was telling. Tyler, that Marcus Freeman's name did pop up for a little while, and then that kind of got squashed by some some people that know things. So, uh, I guess I guess Notre Dame is safe there. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Um, coaching searches are fun. I, I do enjoy them, even if they're a little stressful. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's been anything else crazy that's been brought up,
0: anything like that. It, it brings and like I brings said, back hope whenever your team sucks, like not sucks, but just not doing well. Just gets you more excited. Okay, we get
1: to teacher. we get to start fresh and do something new. You know, it's it's interesting. Yeah,
2: I will say the twelve team playoff kind of hurts chances to snag coaches away from uh maybe a a top school, but like not a uh, you know fourteen playoff school. Um, yeah. Because now, like, you know, a guy at Washington or Oregon are like, look, I can make the playoff every year from here, so why do I need to go down there? I guess, you know, if they think they might be hindered on making a championship or not, um, that's really what it comes down to. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be harder to pull coaches from other top schools now that the 12-team playoff is coming.
0: Uh, No, I'm... yeah, it, it's going to make it a lot harder, especially for like the coordinators to make a jump. They're probably going to want to wait until there's one of those really good ones. But I, with the big programs, like I think Jeff Trailer would be a, not a great choice. He just doesn't know how to operate it. Like it's so much bigger than UTSA. Yeah, and, and like his last right.
1: Jeff Trailer's last experience at a big program was actually kind of Chad Morris's right hand man in Arkansas. So that, you know, that kind of gives you pause, like, all right, well, what did he learn there and what did he not learn during that time? Um, so I've heard maybe, you know, Mississippi State, maybe that would be a good fit for him as he could get a start there. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, it. I agree with you that it complicates things and it complicates the schedule, too, because it's like, you know, the 14 playoff, you're like, okay, well, if the guy's not in the 14 playoff, He's probably not sticking around for, you know, maybe a New Year's six bowl. We can probably get him to come in and get started. But if someone's on that edge where they could be in the twelve team playoff, it might be hard to convince them to, you know, come get started at at your school and, and start the process and all that.
3: Oh, they're gonna they're gonna have to do away with the uh, early signing day.
1: I think yeah, a lot of coaches already like, want that anyway, like, and I think, I think that's probably Yeah, yeah that's what
3: I'm saying. Like that's, that's it. That I just, that's a guarantee. Like you, 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 you have to have a head coach for that. And if the 12th team playoffs going on, you can't, like there's, you can't hire uh, like a, a coach point. away during that window. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. Very hmm
0: mm-hmm. good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, have they talked to like the, Can- or like, are the Kansas guys like on the uh, list at all? Like climbing and Leipold or? Anybody I've else like Leipold. that you've
1: seen? I've heard Leipold. I don't think I've heard Clyman so much. I, I mean, either one of them, I think they're good coaches. Um, but, again, it's it's kind of one of those things that's like, what are, what are those guys' identity? You know what I mean? Uh, they're kind of a lot like Trailer to me. Obviously, they're running, you know, a little bit bigger programs and that kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know. I, I am where I'm, like, I want – the coach to have an identity, to be good at something, you know what I mean? And, um, like, that was kind of why I was big on the Schumann train, and that one kind of has been squashed as well. But, uh, you know, whether he squashed it or whether our side squashed it, I don't really know. Um, but uh, Glenn Schumann, the, the defensive coordinator at Georgia, a lot of people, and I was kind of big on that. Like, yeah, bring him in and and let him run the defense how he wants and – you know, then, then you have an identity. Okay, you've got a defensive head coach, and I feel that way with Elko. Okay, you've got a defensive head coach, and you know his defenses are good. Um, that's kind of what I'm after. Um, so I haven't heard as much about the Kansas guys. I don't know that I would be as excited about them either. But then again, I'm also at the point in my life where I'm like, I can get excited about anybody. Give me a couple of weeks, and I can get there. <laughs> it's not that
2: hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing with Jimbo too. Jimbo was good at recruiting. He just couldn't, you know, do anything with what he had.
1: As, as good as there is out there, he was a great recruiter. And
2: yeah. He wasn't
1: so damn stubborn about that offense. that yeah, He's still yeah. be, Absolutely. 100%. He's It's still like Les
2: Miles. It's like Les yeah. Miles.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, and I understand it. I mean, he is far from the only stubborn coach. There are a lot of really yeah. stubborn coaches out there that make it work and get by. Uh, because they just did run, I guess, to get to the level, um, and it's just run anything else offensively. You probably get a couple more wins this season, and you're still coaching. Like that's
0: that's, yeah. that's the sad truth of it. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah, great guy. He's just not a great coach anymore, unfortunately. Like yeah. he was a really
1: good fit at a And um, That's what the big sentiment is like. We're mad that he couldn't do it because it gave him everything facilities and the NIL, and you know, all of that. It's like he couldn't make it happen, and so that's frustrating. But nothing bad to say about him necessarily as a person, really. You know, it just, it's a shame it didn't work out.
0: Yeah, he 100% knew before that last speech, right? In the locker room,
1: you know, a lot of people say he didn't. But I just don't know, someone didn't give him a heads up about because he did seem like he was kind of lower energy on the sideline and in the locker room and stuff after the game. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Um, he's going to enjoy his money. He's going to enjoy uh, some time on the ranch and some hunting and all that. And then, <laughs> if West Virginia fires Neil Dude. Brown or something, that'd be a great fit for him. <laughs> he gets to go back home to West Virginia, and, and we'll fucking pay him to do it. So, <laughs> I guess.
0: He's he's gonna be just fine. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, finance. How many? How many of his kids, 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 kids are never gonna have to work?
2: Uh,
3: Not a one. If he's a (laughs) semi-intelligent person,
0: not (laughs) a one.
3: (laughs) Nobody should ever pay for school again in that family. Ever. Period. Ever.
0: I mean, anything really.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. These days, like whatever. Get a four year degree cost you three hundred thousand dollars. Like let's just start there. Like let's just start covering a hundred hundred kids <laughs> for for that, and that'll do a do a dent to his uh his windfall here.
0: What's the race at right now? Five percent? Five percent growth?
3: Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be not bad. You hope for eight to ten, but
0: just conservative. All right, I mean I I don't have anything else to add. But I just you got anything else about a You want to promote
1: something? Wait, who would you guys all hire if you were in a spot and you had a best intentions at heart, Gray? Who would you hire? Because
2: <laughs> you know I'm saying, Lane. Uh, I just think I, I mean, he just solves all your offensive woes that you've been, you know, struggling the with
1: offense would not be an issue under Lane Kiffin, that is for sure.
2: And and that's and you can recruit the defense easy enough. You know, you've had enough good defensive players to be like, look, you can, can be like him. Or you know Again, um, is the
1: defensive coordinator and we hired him from Lane at Ole Miss. If you hired Lane Kiffin, he just yeah, he's, uh, he's he's uh
3: he's on the Brian Kelly shouldn't be allowed to coach uh, coach our nation's youth. But uh, that's another story. <laughs>
1: That's why we wouldn't even give him the interim tag, you know? We're,
0: yeah. We're, oh, no. He's, him- he's not. He
3: is. Not, I, I don't even think the NCAA will let him be uh, head coach. We wouldn't give
1: him-, <laughs> him or Petrino, the the interim coach tag. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, I just, think,
2: I just think Lane would, out of the options I see, he's just the only one that scares me the most, I would say, as an OSU fan.
1: It makes a lot uh, of sense. You give a guy like that yeah. a lot of talent and money and see what he does. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, he's got there.
2: he's got a second place Ole Miss team in the West. You know, like that's that's scary uh, to see him with too. more.
0: You can't more. get them higher than where they're at. Like, yeah, they're
2: yeah. Like he's re, he's plateaued. Really? You know, and mm-hmm. he wants. I'm sure he wants to go there because I know he wanted our the LSU job when it was available, and I kind of wanted him at the time before I even thought Brian Kelly was an option. You know, so like. Like it's like that, you know. I I thought we were gonna get possibly Lane or uh, shit at the time. I thought even maybe like Dan Mullen, but uh, yeah. And then Brian Kelly came out of nowhere at the end there. So like, I just think it's gonna end up like that, you know. It's it's gonna be someone we're not talking about.
0: Yeah, I I get Schumann, and after that I get Elko. Just pretty straightforward. I just I don't know if Schumann's ever gonna do it, man. He's just going to yeah. hang on until, until honestly, he had an interview with the Eagles last year. I'm pretty sure he didn't get the job. And it just, I mean, you hear him talk. I mean, I've heard in the past that, or down here, that he's had more to do with that defense than Dan Landing did, even when they were co DCs. It's just when you hear him, you hear him talk, it's just like Landing has like the charisma and the right. fucking pizzazz.
1: Like a Randa kind of one of those defensive guys with a kind of a weird, soft spoken type
0: of personality. I mean you can see him get a little hyped up here and there, but it's just like it's yeah, you see the interviews with him if you go watch one, it's just like he's very like analytical and like just to the point. Doesn't want to shoot the shit too much.
3: He's a coordinator, you know. He he's he he is and should be a coordinator.
0: Listen, I mean he's been He's been Kirby's right-hand man for almost right. ten years now, so I yeah. mean, like, and he's only thirty-four. Like, he's, he's yeah, that's
2: he's point. scary too. He he would be scary at and um, um I think
1: uh, yeah, uh, I, he's a guy who spent his entire career learning under Saban and under Smart. Like, that's a <laughs> that's a pretty good yeah. uh, start right there for sure.
0: He was he was Kirby's first hire when he got to Georgia from Alabama. Like, he I mean, he worked with him directly forever like it's just he still does technically Um, oh honestly um, though that that wouldn't be
2: too too scary because you would take a peg out of georgia a big peg
0: i I mean he's probably making two million dollars yeah you're gonna get paid like i that's yeah it's it's the same with like brian hartline when you hear that name he's making like 1.5 like yeah yeah, you'll go out and you'll make four or five million bucks yeah.
1: My one wish is whoever we hire, whether it's a coordinator or a sitting coach somewhere or whatever, is that we just are responsible with contracts and all that, which, you know, it won't happen. Yeah,
3: that's like, not happening. That's not happening. We, that's, that's we just roll into and <laughs> of,
1: we just, like, throw it down on the table. And I mean,
3: put that out of your mind. Yeah. Put yeah, that out you of that your that mind. Check half time?
2: You see that check at halftime? You see that check at halftime? How much money they got on the table? <laughs>
1: 167 million, I think, is what it was. It was, yeah. so too, was They're not interested. I was at the game, I'm, and I watched them bring that contract or that check out, and I was like, oh, my God, all that money. And it just never occurred to me that the next morning he was going to get fired. Like, blew my
0: mind when it happened. Yeah,
2: they, they paraded his uh, firing money.
0: Alright, last one, and then I guess we can do What about former uh, coordinator Cliff Kingsbury? Because I've seen that name out
2: there. Oh, God.
1: Would be fine if he we doesn't want need to make to be an, in Texas. an offensive coordinator again, but what he won, like, seven games a year with Patrick Mahomes it's like my god man just I, I don't know I can't I can't get past that uh which not you know not that anybody just wins a ton at tech but uh uh yeah I can't I can't get over that I can't get past that yeah if he wants to be a coordinator again fantastic let's do it but uh I can't I can't just let him be sitting over the program I I don't know that he's one that loves recruiting either you know he loves that aspect of college football um so I don't know if you're him why not just keep making money being USC's quarterback coach or whatever and you know nobody cares if you have a good defense or not. You know, your job is to get the quarterback out there to win
0: Eisman or whatever and call it a day. Yeah. I I don't know. That was a name out there that I just I was like I get he's been there before. Did that and, as well. Yeah, I don't know. The Dan Campbell one threw me for a loop too. But that dude's not <laughs> leaving the NFL. He don't want to go recruit. I mean he wants to bite day. kneecaps. Yeah. Well,
1: even even if it wasn't Dan Campbell, it's like so few coaches out there want to go from NFL to college. <laughs> it's like It's just such a different environment.
0: Yeah.
2: Really. Especially if you're like doing well in the NFL. <laughs> All
0: right. You guys want to keep talking head coaches, or Charlie, you want to talk about Mike Gertzich?
3: You guys tell me. I'm up for whatever.
0: Uh, I don't care. We've got Mississippi State, Boise State, San Diego State. Michigan State updated. you can go ahead and do your thing.
3: You guys go. We just, we'll we'll go through all that. We just had a big single track. So let's go through the other stuff first,
0: then come back to me. You want to go to Mississippi State? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Matt. Um, It just, it did not work out. He, uh, I mean, they had a huge senior group. He was like, go a day after. and Mississippi State was 9-4 in 2022. They had a huge veteran group. And then he came in and changed the whole offense. It's just like it wasn't great, great defensive coordinator. He'll be fine. But, I mean, honestly, Mississippi State is the second worst job in the SEC. It's very hard to play or to win there like or even be a coach there. Like, uh, he was a trailer going to Mississippi State. I think that would be a huge mistake. You're like, just signing up for failure. Like yeah.
3: Same thing yeah. with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chadwell.
0: Well, all right. So, Liberty I've got some. I've got some notes. Yeah, I've got some notes on here that I can. All right. Since 2000, this team finished their season in the top 25. You guys want to guess how many times? Twice. <laughs> no, more than that, five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, five and four of those were under Mullen. I mean, he was by far the best coach, like ever there. Um, yeah. Like, their, yeah, their highest rank was 11. Uh, that was the year they lost to Georgia Tech in the Orange Bowl. Mm. Um, and I mean, even before Mullen, they have never so finished, finished in the higher course. than 11. College
1: football playoffs, though, don't forget that.
0: Yeah, their first overall, the DAC year, they they finished higher than 11th one time Before that, ever,
1: and wait they were what? Going
0: back, yeah, they finished higher than 11th once before 2014, like ever. Okay, and wow. we're going back to uh, World War II.
2: Damn.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. Just tough location, too. It's like 90 minutes away from Tuscaloosa. Like, everyone's in your backyard. Um, since 2009, I mean, just recruiting wise, since 2019, only half of the four stars are higher Mississippi Mississippi's have stayed in state. Like, and then, like, a quarter of those have gone, like, half have gone to Ole Miss, half have gone to Mississippi State. They've only landed the top recruit once. That was um, man the uh, the offensive tackle, the dude that went to uh, got Charles Cross, the the guy that's on the Seahawks. Before that, yeah, Jeffrey option. Simmons. What's that? Option.
1: You, you they should run the triple option. You. Can you not hear me?
2: Oh yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. They should. I agree with that. Everybody option. should run the triple option.
1: Well, someone yes, needs agree to agree with that, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, <laughs> I, but I, it's it's not too far off from what you have with Mike Leach or what you have with Mike Leach in terms of someone that just runs an offense that can win you enough games, like keep you relevant and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, why
0: not do the triple option? That's what I had. Yeah. I was like, how the hell do you win here? I said, like, yeah, uh, yeah upset gonna, one I'm of good. your
2: rivals every now and then.
0: Yeah, gimmick offense. Pray the defense is good and just really help the stars align. That and then hope, align. yeah,
2: like hope you get a deck, You know,
0: yeah. But that um, Jamie Chadwell—that's the name that's come up. That was the uh, the fake tag on the Twitter. They tagged him in Starkville. He uh, he runs a triple option at Liberty. It's just like the it's like You're the right that, yeah it's like yeah yes. So I, dude go go get him. Like honestly, yeah.
1: It, <laughs> I've seen his name pop up a couple of times for our uh, for the A and M
0: opening. Yeah,
1: I think he'd be. I think he'd be a great fit in Mississippi State.
0: Yeah, the other names people keep on throwing out Willie Fritz. I'm like, guys, he's about to be 64. Like, you don't want to go through <laughs> that. Great that. coach, but he's, he's very old. Um, yeah, um, I saw Rhett Lashley's name out there for Mississippi State. He he probably wants to get back in the SEC at some point, but I, I don't know if he wants to deal with the SMU ACC transition.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't.
0: No but I that, man like it's it's a really tough job like yeah
2: um, to, to not get just, fired like or yeah
0: i would say um and like it's just like the location like i know the, the the divisions are going away but even how much money they spend every year they were half of what the next lowest was and that was arkansas like they spend like 20 million a year arkansas spends like 40 just on like expenses so I, I don't know, man. Like honestly I would just wait. If I was if this job came up and somebody offered unless you unless maybe you are Willie Fritz and you just want to look for a nice little four oh one K bump before you retire. Yeah. I'm sure he's not making that much of um, Tulane. Tulane, sorry I'm blanking out. But yeah, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, all in your backyard, recruiting all the time. LSU took the top recruit once. What what happened to Dion Smith, Gray? Is he transferred out, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, I have no idea, dude. I don't know. I I tried to figure out what like the inside story was, and I just never could. I, I,
0: I think he's at community college right now. But yeah, that's it. Um. All right, Boise or San Diego State?
3: I don't even know the San Diego State story, so let's go there.
0: Yeah, Brady Hoke's just retiring. Um, at the end of the year, oh, um, they, yeah, he's already come yeah. out and said it. Um, um
3: actually, I, first, totally, I totally missed that
0: good, um, story. By the first time he was there, he led them to a bowl game for the first time in like 12 years, and they've been every year since. But it's yeah, it's just really gone downhill. And he's actually kind of doing them a favor. They were probably gonna, they're three and seven this year, they probably would have fired him, and he just chose to retire instead. So they went to
3: okay,
0: spending money. By him, on. he's fine, but um, yeah. Some names I've heard come up with are uh, Tony White, the Nebraska DC. He's been there, and then actually they've said Zach Arnett, who just got fired at Mississippi State. He was at San Diego State. Just going to D. bring D. up his name. I didn't
1: know. I didn't know he'd been talked about it or not, but you know, I know he. Yeah, that's where he comes from. He's from that uh, Rocky Long tree with the three-three-five defense
0: and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: yeah, that, I mean that one would make sense yeah. to me would be a good spot, good
0: landing yeah. spot for him. Yeah, it'd work out well. And they're probably going to be a Pac 12 member before we know it. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But um, yeah, that's really yeah
3: The, af- the Athletics says uh, the Washington OC and the Oregon State OC as options.
0: Ryan Grubb and uh, what's, what's the wind? What? Lindgren. 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 Yeah, Ryan and Green. They,
3: they the, though they also say uh, <laughs> former Auburn head coach Brian Harson, So I don't know how reasonable <laughs> that is.
0: Is that San Diego or Boise?
3: That was San Diego, but they said they expect him to go to the
1: Boise.
0: Yeah, all right. We'll, just, we'll go to Boise. I mean, San Diego's over, but Boise. Um, yeah. Andy Avalos got let go. Uh, they were five and five. Listen to this freaking record. Uh, they haven't had a losing season in twenty five years. In the twenty two years before he got there, the program was two hundred and forty and fifty three. Just constant dang. winning. Yeah. Um but yeah, that, that name is getting kind of floated all the ex Boise guys. I know Brian yeah. Arson is literally just up there chilling like on the lake. Um I don't <laughs> think Chris Peterson's coming out of retirement. <laughs> Dan Hawkins is um down at FIU and I don't think he is, but um some other names. Yeah, people said Ryan Grubb for that job because that's like literally right there next to Washington anyways. And then the Moore brothers. Kellen. Kellen and his brother, who is Kirby, who's the Missouri offensive coordinator. I didn't realize that. Kellen,
2: Kellen's still in the NFL, right? He's still with the he's, Cowboys?
0: Yeah, he's still coaching the Cowboys. Okay.
3: Here's a good. Here's a good one. This is their first performance related coaching change since 1992.
0: Yes, nuts. It was, was that when, uh, no, that wasn't when Dirk Conner got there. I don't know if it was before him.
3: That was when Skip Hall resigned. The last five coaches left for Power 5
2: jobs. Yeah. Honestly, so, I would love to see Kellen Moore there and, or at least see him do good there.
3: Yeah, if he wants to be a head coach, like a, like a big time head coach.
1: <laughs> big on keeping yeah. it in the family, man. They they always love having like a boise guy in there. Uh if not being a yeah. head coach, yeah. being an offensive coordinator or something. I think they're, I think they're offensive coordinator now or uh, the when they've had this year. I think he was a former boise quarterback. Yeah, they're big on that. So
0: it works. Well, yeah, Avalos was a uh ex linebacker when yeah, the guy just got let go. Yeah, they're yeah they're all about it. He was he was the um, he was the Oregon uh, defensive coordinator the year before he got to Boise. He'll be just fine. He's a really good defensive coordinator. Yeah. Honestly, could see him ending up at like we'll we'll dive into this. Could see him uh, ending up replacing Alex Grinch or somebody like that at USC. Um, yeah, obviously Alex Grinch got fired. I mean, just a fucking shit show. They're 123rd in defense this year ever since he's been with Lincoln Riley, he's only had a top 50 defense once and that was like the COVID year. Uh, but USC as a whole hasn't really had a good defense like, in like the last 15 years.
3: Wild. I saw them uh, say that his firing is likely to be a positive for uh, USC's defensive recruits.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no. Cause we, cause we like there's a There's a couple guys who, uh, were, you know, had Penn State and USC oddly in their final groups and chose USC. And it's like, oh, can we get back in on those guys? And all the reporting is like, no, they're pretty happy that uh, they fired this guy. So they're going to stick around.
0: Sorry, I'm getting over the floor. can't stop talking. Um, Charlie, you want to hear the nightmare scenario? Yeah, talk to me lincoln riley leaves for the nfl and james franklin goes to usc he's
3: been he's been the subject of literally every single usc coaching rumor in the last i don't know how long um and i would actually uh in this scenario if they weren't doing expansion i wouldn't i wouldn't have been surprised um if in that scenario like i mean i would have been surprised but like i wouldn't have been that surprised but with them coming to the big 10 I think he's done asking for that job because it's no easier to get to a championship as the USC coach in the big 10 than it is at Penn state.
0: Yeah. I think, um, well, that's one reason I think Lincoln Riley wanted nothing to do with the big 10 move. I think he just doesn't want to deal with it. He's going to dip on a second.
3: Yeah. I don't, I I wouldn't be shocked. Like they are not currently built to play either three of those teams, Penn state, Ohio state, or Michigan, just the way they play football. Uh, they're not yeah. equipped.
0: Yeah, they're not built for this. And uh, but yeah, Franklin on the other side, I, it's always been said. We've talked about it that he wants to go to a big city. His family does it, at least. It's uh, yeah, because even during the COVID year, they were chilling down in Miami, right? Like the whole time.
3: Yeah, he has a no, not Miami. He has like a he has like a Gulf Shores house, like a Destin house or something like that. He's like a yeah. giant house in Destin.
0: Yeah, they've always said they wanted to go to a city, but there's no. There's only so many cities in college football, right? Very, very limited.
3: And there are uh, there are only so many. He he more he more so than that wants to win. He wants to be the first black man to win a national championship. That is his single professional aspiration. And so those city schools aren't any closer to that uh, at this point. Perfect. Yeah. But yes, that is a nightmare. That is a nightmare scenario. You are uh, you are correct.
0: Yeah, I've got another one. Um, I'll leave that for later, but you want to talk about your research? Anything you've heard about that? I mean, it just felt like a collective groan from the stadium last Saturday, and it was just oh, it was sport, bad. And, uh, frankly, was, just saying let's get rid of him.
3: Yeah, and I don't know, like I, I, you know, you, I'm never happy about failing, and so firing a coach, but like something had to happen, and. I was always I was always of the belief that, like, the decisions that you get to blame Franklin for are like going forward on fourth down and things like that, which he acknowledges. And that the literal failures of the offense to be good, he's just simply not concerned with those things. He wants somebody to do that. And so if that's not happening, you fire him like you have to. It's the only thing that he has to do. Like he can't step in and change it. Like he just has to fire the guy. So uh I'm 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 glad to see that he actually did that. He's never fired a coordinator in season. So that's wild. Um I don't know. There's like there's a couple uh options. Um the most realistic nobody knows. He's a very close guy. Like he does not names don't get out. Uh, from him like you the fact that you're the only reason Yurich got out is because he wanted him the year before and they wouldn't give him the money for it so that was the only reason people knew Yurich was the guy um but uh one of the one of the more likely ones that people seem to think is Ludwig from you uh from Utah who runs oh. a very he runs a very um he runs a very running back tight end oriented thing which is basically what we have in Spades Uh, Penn State people are kind of split between wanting a you know, the big, huge splash, like pay Cliff Kingsbury five million dollars and let him be your offensive coordinator. Or they want Joe Brady. uh, Who just got the who just got the interim Bill's OC job. Uh, So I like legitimately have no idea. Oh, and there's the other group that wants uh, Joe Moorhead back.
0: I was going to say, Joe Moorhead, we're, we're going to talk Hotsey, but yeah, he's about to get canned in Akron.
3: I mean, doesn't like I don't care about his performance at Akron, like, really at all. Like, he's not a head coach. He's proven that he's not a head coach. He really wanted to be a head coach, so he tried. Like, I'm never going to hold that against That's him. That's why I'm saying
0: don't don't go start your head coaching career at Mississippi State. It's not right. a sport. Yeah. A <laughs> um, God, but, there. man feels like so long one ago. year
1: <laughs>
3: yeah that was oh. why that was why he left penn state he went he left for penn state for the uh, mississippi state head coach job terrible terrible he choice was, but
1: he was such a hot name at the time too Man.
3: yeah uh-huh. um so a lot of people want him back i don't know that franklin would retread uh and hire a guy back like i don't know if he would do that I don't think it's the worst thing. I don't think it's the best thing. I, I really don't know who would be good, and I don't know who's feasible. I'm like totally, I'm totally blanking on this search, which sucks. But also, like, I'm not getting my hopes up on anything. Um, they're not going to promote from within. That's pretty certain. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, it can't be worse than it was.
0: Got it. All right, and um, I will. Yeah. We're, we're going to come back to that in a second. Um, scenario. The only other uh, coordinator news, I mean, obviously the job is still open after Daniels got fired. Sean Lewis got demoted from offensive coordinator in Colorado. I Dion's just in a mess, dude. The, the experiment is failing, and it's failing fast. But, the, 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 the but like, is it moves? because
3: is this it is kind no, of what it was supposed to be?
0: Yeah, at first, at
2: least. Like, is it a failure?
3: Is it a failure because he super exceeded expectations first and didn't stick with it? Like, I don't know. I picked them to go fucking zero twelve. Like, I thought they were going to be awful.
2: Oh, I thought they were going to cover their their four preseason total. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have, but
0: like, so not... I yeah, like the...
1: everything that Dion has done, I've been like, I've kind of been like, okay, I see what he's trying to do. You know, I may not like the way he's doing it. But I think he's got the right idea. But that was the first time that I was like, "Oh, he's he's panicking and drowning a little bit in this." Right. Because I, um, Sean Lewis is a really like he's a guy that if we if whoever we name head coach says I'm going to go hire Sean Lewis to be the offensive coordinator, I would lose my mind. Like that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. At least for, in my opinion, for like what A and M could do you know, with that, what he could do with the kind of talent and stuff we have on offense. Like that would be incredible. Yeah. And yeah. so to see him make that move, I was like, Oh, maybe he is a little bit in
0: over his head and doesn't quite he, have the vision to pull this off. I think, I think even in that moment, he was just seeing his son instead of like the football team, which is just another, that's a whole other thing. Like he wasn't thinking big picture when he did it. Um, I, funny enough, I just we'll talk about this, this whole thing tomorrow. I just logged on to 24-7, and I went to look at the uh, classes, and I hit the Pac-12. It's just Oregon State and Washington State. They're, they already have hmm. Colorado and them under the Big 12.
3: They moved them all, the, the Pac-2? Yeah, they moved
0: them all. <laughs> the Pac-2, um, I love that. But, yeah, I, I didn't understand the demotion. Um, but it sounds like Chip Kelly's getting let go after the game on Saturday. Yep, it's it, it. Sounds like it's all but done, which is pretty rough. But I mean, he just just not meeting expectations. Doesn't like to recruit. Good coach, but Charlie, nice nightmare scenario. Yeah, Manny Diaz goes takes the job at UCLA. I don't.
3: I, I definitely think that that's a nightmare scenario. Okay. Um, yes, it sucks. Um, really it does like I love Manny Diaz I think he's clearly he's built like a top five defense in the country it's incredible but I do think that the talent on the defensive side of the ball is such that there are a number of defensive coordinators that can do something good with it um so like yeah that would suck and I'd be really sad um like, I'm more confident in somebody's ability to keep that unit really good than I am somebody to turn around the offense.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: uh, I also, more. like, I don't know. He's a Miami guy. Like, I just, I, I don't know that he's ever going to go to a school again that's not in the South. And specifically the Southeast.
0: I've got one more uh, OC question. Would you take Ricky Rain back instead of Moorhead?
3: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I never had a problem with Ricky Rain. Like, he was fine. Um, Sounds
0: like he's he's going to get a let go from ODU as well.
3: Yeah, like he's fine. Like there there's a number of fine, but like they've they've it's been reported that they're basically like money isn't an issue. Like if there's a guy that you want and they want to go, like hire him. So like I just don't know if they're if it's like it's like uh, what we were saying with a And M. Like I'm confident that in five weeks a name's going to pop up that I never thought of. That's like a huge hire and they're going to pay a shit ton of money. And it's not going to be a guy I know yeah, or a guy I'm thinking of. Um, But yeah, like I, I think, I think all of those guys bring the floor up. They bring the floor up from where it is. Like they're not going to run a system that's complicated. Aller is going to be stable. The running backs are going to be stable. Uh, I just don't know that any, I don't know that the current, Offense is set up to be elite. So, like, I don't know what hiring an elite guy does.
0: Yeah. I don't, I just don't know who else UCLA gets. I, yeah. Popular, that's like, the popular name is Jet Fish. Like, <sighs> whatever. I'd be upset. I like chair form in Arizona.
3: Yeah. Although, I mean, Arizona's entire program shutting down, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. Well, that was, that was a tweet. Not, somebody sent that tweet in the uh, Discord the other day. I was like, Arizona's working for a raise and contract extension for Jed Fisher. I'm like, how? Like two hundred and forty million dollars in debt.
3: That's insane.
0: Um elsewhere in the the former Pac twelve, sounds like Justin Wilcox isn't gonna make it at Kyle. He's Not very good. Uh, EOS, is Dana done at Houston? My last but no, I think I think Dana Holgerson's probably done at Houston. Unless he, yeah. he might be able to he might be able to win out and but uh,
3: is he is he going to uh, Colorado to run the air raid?
0: Well, that'd be something. Well, he he gave the um, uh, Pat Shermer is an analyst. He's the one calling the plays right now. Huh. I don't know, just weird. Uh, really heating up. Billy Napier, Dave Aranda. I'm hoping Neil Brown's safe, but I I think he's still on the clock. But Billy Napier, especially. This West Virginia
3: week. has been so much better than I expected them to be. Like I I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around.
0: Yeah, I had him in our preseason Big Twelve, I had them at a ten win ceiling. But yeah, US had to go. Um, um,
2: um they, I would like to hire Dave Aranda back.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say Dave Aranda, yeah, Greg, he uh, it's I don't know, it's you're not you're like hearing some people saying he's gone and some people saying he's safe. It's just like you don't really hear too much about it.
2: Yeah, I just don't think they're set up for much success next year, you know?
0: No, they're, they're not.
2: Yeah, like, so I, I just don't know. I don't know if he's a head coach, because I just don't think he has enough personality for
0: yeah. The um like, At
2: least to recruit, you know? Um, the
0: last big job that it sounds like is going to open, at least like, right away, is Arkansas. It sounds like they're just done with the Sam Pittman. Experience. Yeah, I buy that. Literally a year after they put him on a throne, holding some stuff like in a picture, and it's just like, <laughs> I, even that they went from. Cause even last year, hold on, I had it written up. They went from like seventh in rushing offense to like a hundred and fifth, and like he's like an offensive line guy.
3: Yeah, they lost the uh, they lost all the Bielema recruits.
0: Well, <laughs> dude, when he was at Georgia, he was a great recruiter. But it's also Georgia; it's not. All yeah,
3: guys. exactly.
2: Um, yeah. I also saw that I didn't even realize that KJ Jefferson could be back next year. I
0: know; I, I thought, thought he was going to be done. But yeah, like I thought he's he was not just already
3: ran out. in his sixth year.
0: No, this is his fifth year. Wow. He was one that when I was researching the state of Mississippi recruiting, he was one of those ones that they just couldn't keep in state, either school. Yeah. He had offers everywhere, though. He was a really high recruit. Yeah. Um, last nightmare scenario, it's not for us, but um, I think Kirk Ferentz retires. And much – well, actually, I think Arkansas probably brings back their native son, Gus Malzahn, which is – it really seems like that's what the fan base wants, anyways, and what the boosters want.
3: The, Spr- the Springdale offense, bring it back.
0: Yeah, there's some. His story's actually like really cool. Like he lived in a fucking trailer. <laughs> yeah, I like, not cool, but like he. he well, like, yeah, him.
2: like a good, a good comeback, so, or like good,
0: yeah, and, you know. but then the other one is Kirk Ferentz retires and brings back their native son, Chris Claman from Kansas State, leaving Kansas State just out there holding nothing in their hand. Just like, what do we do? Like, I don't know what they would do. They might just promote Colin Klein. Um, I mean, that's really it. Like, I mean, more is going to come out the next week, and we'll just keep it. But this is where it's at. right now. I guess the Michigan State update is they have started making calls, and they will narrow their list down. It's, they're, they're treating it like it's like an actual like recruiting firm. They'll narrow down their list and do actual interviews. But the first person they called was Tony Elliott at Virginia. I'm like, dude. What? What are? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Like, who's like on the hot seat himself? He might get fired at Virginia. One. I, don't, I don't remember. He's won um five games so far in two years. Yeah. I don't know. You got anything else? Gray, Obviously, you take Dave Miranda back. Yeah, game.
2: I would take. I would take him back. I just think his his defensive scheming is so like odd that it just it's just hard to counter, you know, whenever he has the right players in his system. Um, yeah. like once once the first couple of years, yeah, we were doing all right. And then once that third and fourth year hit for him, it was it was a big once they started buying in and, you know, players like freshmen were now juniors and seniors, like it was scary how how disruptive our defense was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think um Obviously, Matt House's scheme is really like moving Harold Perkins inside linebacker and stuff. The-
2: yeah, yeah, that, and then we immediately like you know after the first few games. Right now, we've got him at like kind of nickel edge area. Uh, sometimes he'll be in coverage, and I mean, yeah, he's made a couple plays, but like nothing like last year. You know, nothing like he's taken over a game, and dominating. It's um, weird. Yeah, cause like we have studs, like you know, we thought I thought our defense was going to be better with Mason Smith coming out, coming back. I mean, um, it's just we we missed on a lot of defensive portal guys, like especially our defensive backs. Um, yeah, like you know, we yeah, got it, all all ACC Deuce Chestnut, who's not even with the team for the last month, and then Denver I was gonna say they, they
0: brought in like three defensive backs, right? None of them, yeah, were
2: yeah, no, yeah, none of them are on the team because like either personality issues or. I don't know the full story behind him, but yeah, it just doesn't make doesn't make sense. I guess. I mean, they just missed, you know. And then, uh, I, I just, I haven't seen enough. I mean, Madhouse did did do a good job last year of like turning the defense around towards the later back end of the season, but he's not, he's not, you know, jumping off the page like Aranda does.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. It's just young.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't, I, I'm not 100% sure that Brian Kelly's going to move on from him, or he even would hire Dave Aranda, just, I don't even think he knows, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, he might get,
2: asked it's, a fa- a it's a it's a popular amongst the fans right now, but I just don't know if it's on his radar at all.
0: That's, he'll probably get asked by somebody to at least, like, give him a call and see. Yeah, him.
2: yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure they're, they're, they're probably asking him shit in the press conference if, if Dave get, does get fired.
0: I was see one of those big press conferences every day. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, or I, I think it's just every Monday and then Thursday and Friday.
0: I think the only places that do it every day still are Texas now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Every single Uh, day.
0: Um, uh, sorry, but yeah, just flipping around to like big programs. I think, yeah, I think Napier is probably gone. He just lost three recruits this week, and I think one of them was to uh, Georgia. Like, not Waller. Yeah. Not good. Um, and the only other like big domino that I can think about right now is Mac Brown retiring at UNC. Like that probably starts tipping some it's tipping some scales as well. Interesting. Not, yeah, he's Yeah, he's like, mean, after, that, man, that after make make leaves. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. since May. Yeah, and I've looked. His recruiting classes are not what they usually are. He probably doesn't want to go through this again. Yeah. I just don't know who they get. Like the last time it was like Larry Fedora and he wasn't very good. It's, or Yeah. Yeah, Larry Fedora. But that's it. Um thanks guys for coming. Anything else you want to add? Any any rumors or insight, I guess?
2: Um, no, I don't really have anything. Uh wait, what do y'all think about uh <laughs> Jane Daniels for Heisman?
0: Like, I, I think we should get it. Yeah.
3: I'm on board. It ain't, yeah. it ain't seven of eight for 60 yards McCarthy. <laughs> no,
2: absolutely not. Like, that would make me so mad.
0: <laughs> I was um I was comparing his numbers to uh, Lamar's season. Because that was, uh-huh. like, the last time. It was like kind of like, like a three-loss team, like the guy right. got it. He's got a lot more t- – like, he's going to have a lot more passing touchdowns. But Lamar had, like, 20-something more rushing touchdowns than he does right now, which is yeah. crazy.
2: Yeah, um, I'm really just hoping you know Marvin Harrison doesn't have like four touchdowns against Michigan.
0: Yeah, it might come down to that Pac-12 championship game, just Bo Nix versus yeah, Phoenix, like yeah, but Washington.
2: God, that's be really that's odd. gonna be exciting when that happens.
0: All right, guys, don't tweet recruits. Um, follow us on Discord, Twitter, five stars review, re-review, all that stuff. And I'll uh, talk to you soon.
2: Yeah. See ya.